Rooted and Unwithered, I'm Cole Newton, and the following is a continuation of our meditations through Psalm 1, and this is on the second half of verse 4, the phrase which reads, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. After three verses of describing the blessed man, verse 4 then presented us with this psalm's great contrast by simply declaring, the wicked are not so. When reading each characteristic of the blessed man, we can simultaneously understand that the wicked are not that. They do not avoid the company of those who actively walk in sin, nor do they delight in and meditate upon God's word. Yet, just as verse 3 gave us the figurative comparison of the blessed to a tree, we now read a fitting simile for the wicked, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. First, the imagery of chaff is the exact opposite of the rooted and unwithered tree that represents the blessed. Chaff, of course, is the outer husk that must be removed from grains before they can be eaten. Harvesters would do so by first threshing the grain to loosen the husk and then winnowing it to remove the chaff. To winnow the grain, the harvester would toss the grain into a light wind, which would carry the chaff away as the grain fell back to the ground. Thus, chaff was so insubstantial that the slightest wind was enough to blow it away from the useful grain. This is the biblical picture of the wicked. They are not rooted in the eternal streams of God's unfailing word as the blessed are. Instead, because their highest counsel comes from sinners and scoffers, they are doomed to be, as Ephesians 4.14 says, tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness in deceitful schemes. Even when the wicked appear to prosper, we should remember the truth that Asaph confessed in Psalm 73, verse 18. Truly, you set them in slippery places, you make them fall to ruin. Second, because chaff is driven away by the wind, it was often used to describe something that was useless. Compare such chaff with the fruitful tree of verse 3. Again, we should remember that a tree does not bear fruit for itself, but for the sake of others, which is the fruit of the gospel, that the gospel works within us. Just as Christ came not to be served, but to serve, so does Paul command us to do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others as more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not to his own interest, but also to the interest of others. And again, the wicked are not so. They do not yield fruit in in its season for the benefit of others. Instead, they only hinder the good works that others do until, at last, they are driven away into nothing by the Lord. And so, which describes you? Are you like chaff? Can others only enjoy the grain whenever you have been removed from the equation? Or do you imitate Jesus' resolve to to serve others, to bear good fruit for their good. Thank you so much for listening. For more resources for knowing and loving God's word, please visit bcnewton.co. And until next time, grace and peace.